Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hashtag no music, no intro. team don't want to get vaccinated their coach last year beat cancer they don't give two shits <laughs> yes <laughs> it's, it's back bro they told they told ryan strong say that shit's on you buddy <laughs> <laughs> former nfl player tj ward sent the the literally one of the most egregious Wildest, idiotic. I, I don't have a word for like what the tweet was. So basically, that man said, Rashin got cancer, bro. Like, that's on him. That's on him. You shouldn't have drank back in the day, bro. <laughs> <laughs> wow, bro. We got to talk about these things, man. We, we, we have to, bro. So, we did the emergency pod, talked about the Mike Thomas situation last week. Of course, this a week has passed, so there's more information that we've gotten since then. Um, you know, today was like the like first day of pressers. Sean Payton's pissed. The Saints signed Chris Hogan. They signed Brian Poole. Where do you want to start, man? Just just tell me where you want to start. Let's let's go there. I mean, you know, I guess we could talk about the. Uh... Uh, Saints pressers today, uh, Sean Payton and Mick Lewis had their little introductory pressers uh, with the media. Uh, nothing, you know, nothing earth shattering, uh, nothing groundbreaking as usual. Uh, it was interesting to hear Sean Payton pretty much say like, yeah, you know, he was disappointed that Mike Thomas didn't get that surgery earlier. And, you know, he's pretty much like, well, is what it is, you know, it's just, but he did say he was disappointed. So it just kind of further alludes to this whole, um, yeah, this whole rift narrative that's being put out there, which in all intents and purposes looks like it could be true. You know what I'm saying? So um, we, we talked about it when all that, the news came out and I remember like we talked about on, on the podcast last season when like, Florio had those rumors, bruh. And like yeah. everyone on Facebook Twitter was going off to Florio, and me and you were like, you were like, uh, yeah. I don't know, bruh. <laughs> and then if you remember when he got suspended for that game, it was like he didn't get suspended for the fight. He got suspended for what he apparently like said to coaches. Like disrespectful. Disrespectful and stuff like that. So, you know, I just think, you know, he's been showing his ass, bruh. 
this this is this is feeling very Jimmy Gramish very soon. The only difference is like with the Jimmy Graham shit, like we as fans, we didn't really know anything about like the rift and everything yeah. until until the trade happened, right? Like that's why right. we were so blindsided. But right. this like this Mike Thomas situation, like you can literally see it coming to a head, like and I, I said it when we reported last week. I said I don't think he's going to be on the team uh, next season. I mean, if he's healthy by by trade deadline, bro, they might. And if, can you can you see like the Saints? Let's say they are above expectation. They're they're playing decently. They have a decent record without Mike Thomas and Traquan is cooking and and Callaway's going off and you know just Sean has that hubris about him of just like fuck him. <laughs> yeah, no, I could, I could totally see. It. And speaking of the speaking of the hubris, they they talked about the wide receivers today in the introduction pressers, and they they go, you know, it's you know they like the guys in house, and the lack of wide receivers is more potentially media driven. Like they like their guys more than the media does. Yeah, and Sean basically said that. It's a it's a need, but it's not as pressing as many others. Pretty much, it's like it's not the number one need on the team. Which okay, I understand that, but if it, to me, if it's not if it's not need number one because that would be cornerback. It, it is a hundred percent need number two. Hundred percent. So that's where like the, the lack of you know. I, that, I, I that's, the about, that's the hubris though. That's the hubris. Sean Payton yeah. thinks his scheme is good enough. Like it will get guys open. And it does. It does get guys open. There's no question about it. Get guys open. But it's like, you know, 240 yards against the Chicago Bears in the playoffs open. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's like, I mean, I don't know. It's like, like, man, like, bro, like Sean Payton, like Sean Payton believes in this scheme, bro. I'm just like, look, I believe in this scheme too, but sometimes. Motherfucker just got to beat somebody on the outside. You know what I'm saying? Like, outside work, you got to beat this guy and win. And that's it. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no scheme or nothing. You know, especially if you want to go to the championship. It's, it's, it's Aggie, bro. It's, it's, it's so, they, they ignore me so much, man. And so, now it's like Mike Thomas is probably going to be out until I think it was potentially reported. I don't know where it was reported. So week seven. So, uh, so he's on pup now. He's on the PUP. Um, if he stays on it, oh, this is this is the whole tag in situation all over again, bro. Yeah, like when he's out after six weeks, he could begin practicing and he can come off pup or something like that. I can't remember, but there's yeah. also a theory. There's also a theory that he could come off pup and then go to IR. And then there's that three week IR. Uh-huh. If they feel mm-hmm. like he's, if they feel like he's moving, you know, progressing well or whatever. And then after that three weeks, he can come back practice, get himself in shape, and you know, hit the field running. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I mean, we don't even know where Mike Thomas head at. Like I ain't seen dude in like a year and a half, bro. Like I don't even know where is he even at the facility. I don't know. I... <laughs> bro, you poke you poke that Jerry Bird. <laughs> bro, it's like that's him right now. Like, where you at? Remember, you remember that trade, Ken? Like, has anybody seen Bird? 
Yeah, and then he like right. showed up. He showed up one practice with the hoodie on, way out to the side. It's like, hey, it's perfect. Here's proof he's here. Oh, those. And those were even dark times, but like, <laughs> I, I I remember it vividly. Um, and here here's my my stance on the whole Mike Thomas thing, right? So before when we recorded last week, you know, we talked about the conservative, you know, the conservative measures. Maybe he didn't want to have surgery. So then it comes out, and and Nick Underhill reported that. So like the first meeting with the doctor was in January, I, I believe, and then he had a follow up appointment in March that he just no show, didn't go to it, didn't go to his appointment. Oh, so to me, one. If you listen to Sean Payne today, like you could tell he was unamused. Unamused about the whole Mike Thomas situation. Like he's just pissed about it. Like let's be let's be real. He's pissed about it. So as a fan, this is where my question goes to. So now the to me the blame is 60% on Mike Thomas and 40% on the team. Because he missed it. Like, bro, you had an appointment, had a follow-up appointment, you didn't go to it. That's on you. But then, like, if you're the team, you're a billionaire, you're a billion-dollar corporation, you're NFL team, shouldn't you know if your player misses an appointment? And if he right. missed his appointment, if you knew about it, like, what are, like, what are the, you know, repercussions for that? Is it like, oh, so just... He just missed it, I guess. Like, if the team, if the Saints knew he missed it in March, and at that point they knew, like, bro, you missed your appointment, like, we're going to go, like, you should do the surgery route now. Like, still something doesn't add up to me why he didn't get surgery until last month. Like, that's yeah. what I'm still confused on. I'm still confused, man. It, it, it's not adding up to me. No. It's not adding up. Did, did my, like, my Thomas... I don't want to like make an illusion to like my job, but did like he no show the appointment and then he just told the team, like, oh yeah, yeah, I went and it was fine. And then like and then they found out like he he didn't go. But then on on the team aspect, I think of it like my job as a social worker. As a social worker, I posted like I I have to check on my clients, even though they may tell me something. I need to verify that that's so like did the Saints go like, oh, okay, well you went, and then like they just didn't check. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like And I'm assuming I'm assuming the Saints are funding the surgery, so they would know. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he's going to his private doctor and private surgeon. This is all through, you know, through the NFL, through the Saints. Like that's all paid for through them. So they would know. So, I mean, they had to know that he didn't get it. My thing is, maybe he was feeding them information that wasn't true. Like, yo, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on schedule. You know, I'm looking good. Man, I fucking knew it, though, bro. Like, Deshaun Payton, during OTAs, like, he he was, he didn't like talking about Mike Thomas. He didn't yep. like talking. You call, bro, you called it. You called it. Uh, it's like. He's, uh, man, like, maybe that's when he finally got surgery. I don't know when that was, but it probably was around June. That's probably when he got surgery. That, that would align with him being so skittish 
about talking about him when he was brought up. It would align. Poor MT. And then MT last week, I was there early this week, he like fed 500 families. And like <laughs> Nigga, nobody care about that right now. <laughs> like Lance Moore quote tweeted, you know, Mike Triplett's tweet and was like, yeah, people are knowing this. <laughs> yes, Lance. They, sh- <laughs> they sure are. <laughs> Ain't nobody care, bro. Fuck no families, man. <laughs> like, why ain't you up there, bro? It's just, it's so weird. Like, and then I go back, I go back to this, right? So, I could see this may this may make a little more sense to me, right? If again, this is speculating. It is we don't know, but if Mike was telling the team like I'm good, my recovery's going well, follow up appointment went good, it kind of would kind of make sense why maybe they didn't think that wide, wide receiver was such a pressing need in the draft, and then after. I mean, then after the draft is like, oh shit, this nigga been lying the entire time. Like, this nigga needs surgery. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's, it's, um, it's, but I mean, even with that though, man, I mean, I just can't help but think like, it just, I just put myself in Sean Payton or Mickey Loomis or Jeffrey Allen shoes. Like, I'm thinking, okay. We're going into a new year with unknown, you know, with question marks at quarterback. If it's Jameis, he's a question mark. If it's Taysom, he's a question mark. If it's, you know, Trevor Simeon, he's a question mark. Whatever. Ian Book. Like, everybody Ian got Book, everybody whatever, a question, mark. question mark. Let me help my quarterback. Let me make his job easier. Help me help you. That's it. That's it. And that would that would have been part of my focus this offseason. Say, let me give one of my guys somebody, you know, some just something, just something. And I, I mean, know they like they like they like Callaway. I love Callaway. I love Callaway. Traquan, I think he's gonna do big things if he play with Jameis and all that stuff. I I, I like all of them, but man, you asking a lot now, man. Like Mike Zamis, you asking a lot. There's no plug and play yardage. There's no, you know, outside of Evan Kamara. Like it's it's. You know, it's it's you asking Jameis to be pinpoint accurate. Ugh. You know, and oh man, it's like, come on, like, come on now. It's like you're not paying attention to your roster. You you ask, and you also asking like what Adam Troutman to become Hunter Henry, bro? Like yeah. <laughs> he caught what fifteen passes, fifteen balls last year, right? Man, like, come on, you asking him to make like a like a three, four hundred percent improvement, you know. Like, come on now. And you know, we, we talked about the hubris, but it's just like if and some of this is self scouting, some of this is hubris. But if if they could go back and watch the games against the Chiefs, the Bears, Oakland, like there were so many games last year. And a lot of people want to talk about, yeah, but like Drew's arm was shot. And it was. It like was. we're not it was shot. It was shot. And we're not trying to make excuses and all the blame on the receivers aren't on them. But at the same time, there were a lot of games where the receivers, even in 
intermediate areas of the field just were not getting open and they couldn't beat man-to-man coverage. Because you were, like, I keep highlighting that Chiefs game because that was such a, just a sad game to watch, bro. Like, it was sad. It was, offensively, it was, offensively, it was offensively, yeah, offensively. It, it, it was it was pitiful to watch. Um and then it's it's funny. Because it had like, all the makings, they had all the makings, like it was two or three years earlier. It had all the makings of just one of those classic, you know, just forty two to forty eight, yep. just you know, just just bombs away type of game. Like it just had all the makings of that. But we were just shooting, man. We were shooting them blanks. Just, <laughs> <laughs> it just wasn't, it wasn't there, man. It wasn't there. It wasn't. Um, what are, was it? You who tweeted about like the Chris Hogan sign and like, oh, this has been a great. This was a great sign like five years ago. Was that you? Yeah, yeah, me. That's just how I felt. Like what? I mean, that was what. When, when were they calling him? Uh, always hoping that was when he was like the Dolphins. He Yes, seven eleven. Hard knock, seven eleven. Yep. He even Reggie Bush was on the Dolphins then. Like that's how long ago. And I'm not saying he's not. Like when I see Chris Hogan, I'm like that would have been a great signing like three years ago when Drew Brees was. You know what I'm saying? When Drew Brees was still Drew Brees, that'd have been a nice little. You know, hey, that's a nice little signing right there. But, I mean, Chris Hogan, Jameis Winston. It's like yeah, Chris Hogan playing lacrosse, bro. It's so funny because like if Drew was like if Drew was still playing like two years ago and let's say like Larry was a free agent, like I could easily see Larry oh, yeah. coming here. You know what I'm saying? Easy. Larry, Larry making that call. Like, look, let's do this. But I'll be, I'll be MT2. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's do this. But if, if Larry going to go to New Orleans to play with Davis? Oh, ew. Ew. Nah, bro. Come on. Come on. Um, so the Saints did sign a cornerback. They signed Brian Poole. He had play, he's played two years with the Jets. He was pr- previously with the Falcons. You know, he was the one who got who got spun on when, when Drew spun away against that Falcon yeah. game. Um, yeah. But, and I, I, I tried to start watching him last night on Game Pass. Didn't happen because Game Pass would be weird as fuck. But everything, every indication of reports, PFF, even though PFF can be a little bit sometimes, is that he was a good, like, excellent slot player for the Jets these last two seasons, mm-hmm. which is great, and it's, it's great depth, and he, sound, and he just seems like a good player to have in the secondary. But even with Sean Payton's comments today, like, it sounds like he's going to play in the slot. So I'm just – so this is, like, my what's the vision part two, bro, like – what is like? What are we doing in the secondary? I don't know, man. Like Sean Payton said, like they are still searching for an outside quarterback. It's a must. He called it a must. So they have not filled that role. So I think they wanted either they wanted depth behind 
CJ or they wanted they want to move CJ uh, to strong side uh, safety, you know, to spell Malcolm uh, Jenkins. So Malcolm Jenkins get along with too, bro. Like he he had some good snaps last year. He had some ugly ones too. This is okay. So as soon as I saw Brian Poole the signing, I said this signing to me only makes sense is if they move CD to strong safety if they cut Malcolm. That's it. Like, you know, you, don't even cut, you don't even have to cut Malcolm. I mean, we know how Dennis Allen works. Like, Dennis Allen is comes from just, just to mix it up, 10,000, you know, personnel packages. Like, so, like, I could see, like, Brian Poole getting, you know, 50, 60% snaps without being a starter. You know what I'm saying? Like, just just of just switching things up and using different skill sets. And, you know, just, you know, changing up how you line, line players and stuff like that. And also, I don't know if there, there's that much vision going into it. Because if you, I mean, I think they're depending on PJ to kind of spell. I know he's injured right now, but kind of spell that cornerback again. Oh. And that kind of takes away some of the nickel and safety stuff that he was doing. So I think they're just trying to collect players, man. Like, just collect enough secondary players. Because where they're at right now is just not good, you know? It isn't. I, I guess I would say to that is that, like, I know in, in theory you would think, like, you would, they would need to cut Malcolm. But to me, like, you can't take CD off the field. Like, he no. you, he has to play 100 snaps. And, and, make, and Malcolm's also known as being a guy who you know, never takes a snap off. And that was, like, always always his well, thing. That's, that's, that's over. That's over. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think he had the least snaps he had last year than he had in like eight years or something. Yes, like that. a long time. But I'll say this: I don't think it's going to happen. But when cuts came in, if Malcolm got cut, would I be shocked? Oh, no, I wouldn't be shocked at all. No, not at all, bro. He's no. a, I mean, he's an agent DB man. Like, already got his foot in CNN and all that stuff. Like, come on now, like. And it's and you know, like I said, he showed some snaps where you saw his age last year. Oh, showed bro. some snaps, showed some snaps where he looked good. Like, okay, yeah, okay, so but you know, that trend is going down. He's not a trend enough player, he's, he's on a downturn of his career. He's played over a decade, you know what I'm saying? He's been that's, in 2009. That's wild, bro. That's wild, man. 12 years. So, I mean, if he did get cut, then he would be. That was what you call an outstanding career in the NFL. You know, you outstanding. Years, won a couple rings, got a couple Pro Bowls. Like, what more can you ask for? You know? No. It, it, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked at all. Like, it wouldn't even, like, I'd be like, okay, at least he, you know, last job was with the Saints. That's cool. Team and draft. Um, it's funny because I, I think he would still, I think he would still get employment in the league somewhere. Um, yeah, but, somebody somebody throw him that low. Oh, for Garbage sure. Track, like, hey, you know. <laughs> um, but like like you said, like you know, it was indicated that they do, they still have a pressing need at corner. Pressing. pressing bro. And pressing, bro. I mean, the Marcus Marcus bro, like. Unless they're like okay with the like, I know they brought in Drake or Patrick. They're, you know, nothing changed from that. You know, there was no outcome with that. 
you know, the whole Richard Sherman flirtation was strong and then his his issues, mental health, what have you, that, that arose. Yeah. I don't know what's out there. Like, every Saints fan is, is going like, oh, you know, let's, you know, go get Xavier Howard, let's trade for him and, and pay him, blah, blah. I already said my thoughts on Xavier Howard as, as a person last last episode, so I'm not going to beat that drum again. Um, but I don't even know in theory, if the Saints were going that way, I don't even know what, what in theory, what that trade would look like. I don't know. No clue. I really, don't, I really don't know. I really don't know. But we do know they were ready to, you know, sell a boat to move up to get um, uh, Jason Owenson. So, Jason you know. Yeah, Jason Owen. So, you know, they, like, remember we said back then, that the, the pocket's burning, man. They were like, shit, we got we got eleven million dollars. We got draft picks in twenty twenty two. Shit, we gonna get us something. What that like? That's to be like to me, and especially after like the time frame of the number of games Mike Thomas was announced. Like this team is feeling top five pickish right now. Right, it would make no sense to make a move. Make no sense, bro. So you're gonna go. Trade, trade. Could you, could you imagine if the Saints gave up a first to get Xavier Howard? That would be. And, and then, like, they ended up picking top five, and they wouldn't even have their first round. Bro, that would be such a Saints thing to do. <laughs> and then and, the and Dolphins, then the Dolphins, <laughs> and then the Dolphins, like, you know what? Two was big shit. Like, let's go. Like the Dolphins get a do over. We got a do over, baby. Let's do it. That would be that would be such a nice thing. Such a thing. And I would I would just laugh, bro. I would just laugh. Like if the and again, this goes to the hubris because if if the team feels like they are if okay, let me let me work let me phrase this. If this Mike Thomas injury surgery thing hadn't happened. And they still felt that with Jameis or I don't know, man. Maybe Taysom might be the starter, bro. I don't even know anymore. Like I'm I don't know. But if they still felt that they had a strong team that can contend, um I could like I could see them reasoning and rationalizing how trading for Xavier Howard would make sense, right? Like I would understand that. I would get it. But to me, I mean, but when you think about it, it feels like a last piece type of move. Like, yes, it's last piece. But it's, <laughs> but like to me, if they were if, if they were to try to do that with Mike Thomas missing however many games he gonna miss, that 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 would be ass, ass. Also, but you can look at it like, look, I mean, it's not like he they'll trade for him and he'd be here for a year. I'm sure he'd get a new contract, which is a whole set of worms that we ain't even talking about. But, you know, you'd be looking long term. You'd be looking over the next two, three, four years. So, you know, you'd have a cornerback in place. But, like I said, you got the whole Lattimore situation overhanging. It's just, oh, my God. I don't know, man. Oh, you, you know, you know who comes to Superdome Week One now, baby. You know he coming. Yeah, he ready. <laughs> we'll be throwing a random cop. Right 
Gonna be happy and ready, bro. He love him some Randall Cobb. I'm like, really? Randall Cobb? What's funny to me is Aaron Rodgers low-key kind of made the case for why he should have no no say-so in <laughs> He was like, hey, we should have kept this guy and that guy. I'm like, like that's you you making you like you making reasoning that you shouldn't have easy. Any say, bro. <laughs> you don't need no say, man. Because y'all just gonna strictly off emotion, bro. I respect that. I respect it. Like I respect it. And at the same time, the dream base should understand that and throw him a bone or two. Like, you know, like with you know, with uh Drew Brees. Remember they signed that player years ago? Like Drew Brees was working out with him or something. And Yo, like, that was that was a years ago. That was like recent, bro. I'm like the the different wide receiver. No, this is before him. Oh, but this yes, is like a guy. I do. Yeah, I worked out in Cali with him. He was like, oh, I just love how he runs routes. And he came, you know, came for champ. He played, you know, he did a preseason game or two, and he was gone. You know, and it's just kind of yes. like a throw. Let's throw Drew a ball. Let's throw Drew a ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, we still we we, we give you some attention. You know what I'm saying? So for Green Bay, it's kind of like that. It's like, man, throw Aaron Rodgers, pissy ass, a bone or two, and shut him the fuck up. Like, please. Uh, I mean, they, they tried, man. Did you? Bruh, that sounded like a man that he knows he is done. He sounds dumb, man. Done, bruh. <laughs> so it was amazing listening to it. I was like, wow, like. Y'all starting the season like this? <laughs> oh, man. This nigga is really going in. <laughs> it's crazy. But, like, from the Packers' perspective, I guess they look at it as like, listen, like, he can say whatever he wants to say. With him, we might win a Super Bowl. And all these comments that are said at the beginning of the training camp, if we win a Super Bowl with him and he walks off next year, who fucking cares? Who cares? Um. So, it, but it, it was so. I guess refreshing is the word, right? To just yeah, yeah. to just hear that that pressure. I didn't even I didn't even listen to all of it. I just listened to like bits and pieces. Yeah, but yeah. Like what? One of the like things he said, like he like, you know, people don't come to Green Bay to come to Green Bay, like they come to play with me. I was like, God damn. Talk your shit, bro. Said it with his chest. <laughs> I mean not lying. He's no, truth. he's not, bro. That's real talk. It's hundred percent fact. Um so I'm trying to think any anything else that's that's happened. Um Oh, these guys is they they keep they keep me laughing, and uh, I wish I wish the Saints approached their wide receiver position like the Steelers have over the years, bro. Just keep hitting it, man. Just 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 keep just keep going to the lottery, bro. Like getting lottery tickets. Boom, boom, boom. Might not work out. But, but remember how much heat happened? Remember when they traded Mike Wallace? Yep. They traded Mike Wallace and they had this young receiver oh, named Antonio Brown. Yep. It was like, oh, they, they, they're giving this guy Antonio Brown the range with Mike Wallace, who's had 1,000 plus yards a season. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just keep it rolling, man. You know? <laughs> Emmanuel Sanders, Antonio Emmanuel Brown, Sanders, Antonio Brown and Mike uh, Wallace, Martavis Bryant before his issues. Yeah. Uh, Clay, you know, Clay, Chase Claypool, Juju Smith-Schuster, Smith-Schuster yeah. Deontay Johnson. Like, it doesn't stop, bro. <laughs> It's so I, I wish, and it's really the, that's the thing that's killing with the Saints. Like, if you go with Jameis, I really feel like he needs somebody to win on the outside, man. I just it doesn't even better be like a beast. Just like somebody, and maybe it's Trey Quan, man. I don't see it. I don't. I don't see it. Like that's I don't that's not it. his game. I don't, I don't see it, but maybe he can bring it up. I like but, he, if, and I know. I know, like, I'm going to say this name, and it's just going to make people just be like, ew. But, like, even if they were to go get, like, Alshon Jeffrey on the best minimum, bro. I think that's a good move, bro. Like, it's a it's a, it's a rude move that will likely fail. Let's just put yeah, it but, like, at least. He might be, like, he probably will barely play. But I'm just saying, I would take a chance. Like, that's the type of guy that you want with James. You know what I'm yes. saying? Like, like when he when when Foles was cooking, he was just putting it up for Elshon and just letting him get it, bro. Just throwing that bitch. And if you ever watch, if you watch Jameis, Jameis when his guy is man to man one on one and there's no safety out, Jameis throwing that bitch. <laughs> there's no question about it. He's going to throw it in that direction. He just is. So I would look. I would just want a guy like that on the team, just to let Jameis cook. You know what I'm saying? Just to give him that. Uh, Elshon would be perfect for you. You know, I mean, I don't know what his health status is, but, you know, just, you know, try to just, like, just bring him in and just see if some, you know, greener pastures will just give him a little light. Maybe not. You know, if not, you cut him and you move on. You know, just, you just won't a, have to pay him, a million, you know, $20 million. Nothing. Just, just a flyer, bro. Just a flyer. flyer man. Like, Jesus, like, look at where y'all at. Y'all thinking of Chris Hogan? Like, come on, man. It's like, <laughs> that's the shit that kills me. Chris. You know? Fucking Hogan. Um, like I'm running, I'm running out of things. Like months ago, I was like, even though I was still down on them, I was like, okay, if they win, these are the ways they will win. And I'm running out of answers. I'm running out of answers of the ways they will win. Uh, Alvin has to be LT during his MVP season. Yeah, he has to just go off. pounds. You know what I'm saying? Just like ridiculous. It, that is that is it, bro. Like, I'm not trying to like if AK could have like an LT like season, and I think if he, he's the key, right? And then the bigger key, or equally as big as is offensive line, and yeah. the development of Caesar Reese. That's it, bro. Because if he he's plays bad, like he. Man. If he played like he played last, play like he played last season, it's gonna be a long season, bro. They got the name on the dome now, bro. Caesar, Caesar. Superdome. Like, come on now. Like, how can you fail like that? <laughs> it, so Alvin, Alvin, just going matrix mode, going Neo, um, the offensive line. And and honestly, 
like Adam Troutman has to become Like, like, a lot better than he has to. He has to take a leap, like a major leap. Can he be Billy Miller? Jesus, who <laughs> Williams in that bitch, bro? Come on, who Williams? Who Williams? Somebody, bro. Like, come on, man. <laughs> Dave Thomas, like Dave, oh. the old Dave Thomas. <laughs> but I mean that, like that's, and then I, I would say defensively. Obviously, they're, you know, they have to be as lucky and as fortunate as they were in 09 with the amount of turnovers that they got. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they have to – and that cornerback is just, man, it's – I'm good, bro. I just just feel like a move of the day. But what pisses me off is, like, like y'all couldn't figure out nothing for Jack Rabbit. Like there was nothing you could do. Because it just yeah. feels like a redundant move, you know? It, it, re- it, really, it really was, bro. So like, you gonna give up picks and money for a player, or you gonna like, like you had Jack Rabbit in the building for the last two years. Like, and Jack Rabbit talks glowingly about his it. time in New Orleans. He loved it here, man. He loved it in New Orleans, loved it with the Saints. I love that conversation there, bro, because it's like when it comes down to it, like NFL players just like us going to jobs or whatever. Yeah, bro. Jack Jack was like, man, the meeting's at 9 30. It was like, what? 9 30? Like, damn, that's a good time. He's like, yeah, and he don't be he don't be tripping about coming five minutes early before me. None of that shit, man. You come at 9 30, you on time. It was like, what? <laughs> what was that conversation about? I must have missed it. It was, it was just a conversation, like he was, it was on a podcast with other people. Oh, okay. And he was just talking about like what the Saints, what it was like working for the Saints. He was just like it was a class, like first class organization, like and like you know the, the way they set up meetings, the way training is working out. He talked about how you know they really look out for veterans and you know managing players' time, working out and stuff like that. That's all he talked about, man. Like it was just funny listening to our players. Like that's the shit they really think about, like. We think they think about Super Bowls and shit, and trust me, that does play a part of it. But a lot of times, it's just like, man, are you taking care of my body? Like, are you, you know? Yeah, it, it, it's, it's like having that career fulfillment, bro. Like, right, do I right. enjoy going to work? Right. Like, yeah, I've worked at places that paid me well, but you know, you barely get a lunch break. Um, you know, you got to look at your phone all the time after work and all that shit. Like that shit sucks. Even if you even if you're getting paid, it's like at a certain point where you don't if you don't have that like kind of work life balance, it, it pisses you off. But at the same time, you know you gotta work. You know what I'm saying? Like you know you gotta give it your all, especially if it's a job you pick, you know, you care about it, stuff like that. But uh but uh, you know, it was just interesting here, like this kind of about this shit. And just the way the Saints said are now, where you know, the team is looked at in a positive light, you know, but they are having a chance to fuck that shit up. <laughs> they can turn that clock back quick, you know. Real, real quick, and it's like, and I think, like, like you said, you're you're alluded to is like, they just could work nothing out, like an extension, or you got like, where it lowered the money, like. I mean, just when you look at the shit they've done with Drew, Drew's contract over the years, it's like, come on, y'all can figure some shit out. <laughs> 
Because they, they did some shit with Drew. <laughs> yeah, bro. But I guess they just looked at it like, okay, Norris is a 30-plus player. We don't want to push too much shit into the future, so we'll take our cuts. But now you're all out here looking stupid. Oh, looking like hey, 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 can you cover? Can you cover? Hey, back oh. down? How loose is your hips? You got loose hips? Um, I it, it like so we're we're a couple of weeks from the first preseason game, which is wild, right? Um, I couldn't even couldn't even tell you who's starting opposite of. Lattimore, that preseason game, bro. I don't even know. Keith Keith Washington? I don't don't, don't think Sean Payne's a fan of the Debo, bro. Sean Payne said he won won 100% vaccinated. 90%, he won 100%. Debo over there, like, man, Debo still posts on his IG quoting Cole Beasley and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Quoting Cole Beasley like he he buckle back. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Cole is speaking the truth. Like, oh, man. <laughs> and Brian ain't even been going hard on the beat, but I know you blocked him. I know a lot of people going hard on him, and I get it. Like, I understand why. And I'm just trying to be like, you know, Mr. Mediator. Hey, he's like 22 years old. Like, I was an idiot at 22. It's like idiots. But, man, he, he, he's pushing it. Like, you about to be out of a job, bro. But you sit home, man. You was not that good. You ain't that good. Not that right, good. like it's not like he's like Caleb Burt Farley in terms yeah. of talent, bro. Like right, right. Like you ain't that good, bro. Like you he was right on that edge of being bad. Like don't don't push it too much. Yeah. Um and, and one of the most fascinating things I'm waiting to see. This off this 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 training camp this training camp anticipates. I keep looking at Buffalo, bro, because yeah. I just look at them and just like as a team, like will they just get to a point where like they just tired of all that and just just fucking cut them? I, I'm really wondering. I'm like really it's, wondering. it's such a fast like we see we it's been two coaches gotten gotten let go. Like, and as what as whatever I, I don't even want to get to the whole Kobe's thing, but whatever as he is as as his his opinion or whatever his rhetoric as a player, he's good. Like, yeah. like that he's a good wide receiver. Yeah, and the yeah. and the Bills are in a win now. We need to like we can win a Super Bowl type of team window right now. So I'm just fascinated to see, like, at some point, like, will they just be like, we're just tired of hearing him. Like, yeah. and just cut their losses. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, don't fascinating. Know. I really don't know. I don't know. I can't read them. I, I'm, one of my favorite things that I've been seeing is, like, when beat reporters ask your players if they're vaccinated. I'm like, yeah. you want Carson Wentz today. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's a personal question. You're, you, though I know, like, every, like, these last couple of election cycles, it's been very, like, you know who someone votes for, right? That's, 
But like yeah. you remember back in the day, like if you try to ask a person, like like the whole Dave Chappelle thing, you know, yeah. you know, oh, oh, buddy, whoa, oh, bud, that's too personal for me to know. That for for me to talk about. So now everybody knows, right? But as soon as she was an NFL player, there's that. Like, ooh. Yeah. Buddy, oh, I'm sorry. That's that's a personal. You're that, that's a violation of HIPAA. Man, these NFL players are just showing their stupidity. Oh, it's out the box. It's out the box. One of the funniest tweets I've seen is like someone tweeted like I'm about I'm so close to just being one of those like just shove and play. (laughs) (laughs) Stop stop talking. Just go play. Well somebody said something, man. I was like, it was like it's like, man, y'all know the jacks of y'all head in your school. These are the same niggas. I'm like, that's a good fucking point, man. Like, all them niggas was idiots, bro. Like, what's my idiots? Dummies, just dumb, bro. These just happen to be ab- absolutely athletic phenoms, and they made it. You know what I'm telling you? <laughs> Makes sense. It does, bro. It does. Um, so, training camps will start ramping up. With training camp ramping up, that means that content, podcast episodes are going to ramp up. Um, us, you know, discussing training camp. Preseason is about to start soon. Interesting, man. Like this is the most most interesting camp since 06. Easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know we're not, you know, we're not super like, you know, into the fandom like we used to be, but just like from a you know, ten thousand mile view, like this is like a big camp. Like the Saints are gonna be a new team, whether you like it or not. It's gonna be a new team this year. And this is where they decide what team is going to be. So it's going to be fascinating, bro. There's a lot of holes. Like, just, remember just last year for the pod, it was everybody we brought on to talk Saints. It was like, I just can't find a hole on this roster. <laughs> this, that, and the other is like, oh, it's the best roster in the NFL. Maybe one of Life the best comes roster. at you fast, bro. Now it's like, hole that, quarter, hole that quarterback. Hole that cornerback. Hold that linebacker. Hold that wide receiver. Wide receiver. It's like Deep, defensive interior. Interior. It's like, and they got young guys, man. And it's just like we gonna see. <laughs> we gonna see. We we talked about before, man. A lot, a, a lot of, especially defensively. Well, I mean, just all around team, like younger wide receiver. Yeah. Offensive line, offensive line, interior defense, like unproven edges. You know, you, you know what pressure I be. I, I don't know if they gonna. You know, is is. I want a two first person, bro. I need, I need, I need Saints media to ask him some hard questions. Hey, that's the wrong question, man. He's like, oh, I just got a new mindset. You know, my confidence. Give my confidence up. I saw him though, man. I'm like, okay, I'm giving you two first another chance, bro. I'm like, just like, come on, bro. Just one time for me. Wait, you I'm, you, I'm, well, I'm, you talking, I'm, talking about the little little video he did that he finally posted? Video, man. <laughs> so you know what's funny? I saw I was playing with my, with my boy Joy on 
Call of Duty, and he was like, "Was it just me?" It was like he that nigga like wasn't all that impressive. Like he was cool. It really wasn't, bro. It wasn't. I was like, <laughs> I was like, man. bro, I'm glad you said it because I wanted to tweet it, but I already oh, come off. Of he looked stiff. Stiff, bro. <laughs> no bend. I was impressed by his head, though. I like how he just threw a little, he got some little twists in there. But you weren't worried about his, you weren't impressed with, the, with, with his pass rush move. <laughs> like, I was like, damn, bro, like, where's the hit? Like, it wasn't no. You know where's, like, where's the explosiveness off the edge, bro? Like, my man, Big Creep, Big Creep videos, he was looking raw. Trying to. Like, I knew what Big Creek was thinking about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Big Creek was trying to break some break some laws out shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, man. I saw those, that two first video. And I was like, this is, this is like year four. This is, this is what we get. Mm-hmm. And then he tweeted that shit. He, he retweeted like, yeah, I'm out shit working. <laughs> Oh my god, bro. This season's gonna be amazing. Amazing. Amazing, man. And that's the one of the beautiful things is I have no expectations at all. None. They they can win four games. They can win 14 games. I will say this though, right? Remember that 17 team that just took us our surprise, bro? Yeah, 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 yeah. Took us on a ride. If this mm-hmm. team, and I'm, we don't know, right? But if somehow, know. like, this team went on, like, a nine, ten game win streak. And just like, then that, that would be so insanely fun just from it just being completely unexpected. Right. That's why, I like, the Minnesota Miracle just doesn't hurt me at all. I was like, man, that season was, we didn't even expect that season. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was when we started 0-2. There's the infamous Dead Boy Wolf. Looking into the sky like <laughs> we watching. I'm watching us lose to the. I'm watching us lose to the New England Patriots. Patriots, bro. And I'm, I'm thinking it's over. I'm like, it, this is this is the end of the Trumpet era. You know what I'm saying? And then we went on a nice little eight nine game run. And it was fun, oh, man. Like, it was fun, fun, bro. Fun. But what was that? The Buffalo game and the, you know, all kind of just fun games. It was man. the the Washington uh, the Redskin comeback. Reds can't come back and all that shit. It was just good time. That Detroit game where they had like those crazy picks. It was just like, you know, just enjoy it, man. Like, so at best, we get that. At best. We get best. something like that. Throw that Super Bowl shit out your head. Got to. And got just so funny. It's so funny because, you know, if you, if you remember, like, Greg Rosenthal's brought up that point about teams, right? Like, sometimes, like, like it's as a fan, it's not about the Super Bowl. It's just sometimes like there are some seasons that you can have experience as a fan and your team don't win the Super Bowl, but it's still highly enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. And there may be something to that. I will say to, to your point, I would say the way that 17 teams season ended was hard. Like they had like the Saints oh. can't Oh they, yeah. can't, they can't bow out just like, 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 we would have just like remember when we were losing to Minnesota, and if it would have ended like that, it'd have been like, oh well, you know what I'm saying? Yes. We just weren't that good. We weren't that good. <laughs> but they, they got to do a drop back. 
they can't do it. And, and oh my god, that's what drives me about that damn team. But that's Drew, bro. Like I don't think we'll have that with James. Drew, like that was Drew always trying to push and trying to tie us up and get us back. At least with James, it's gonna be like two pick sixes and <laughs> it's just gonna be some buffoonery. Go fumble Ooh. the ball into the end zone and all that shit. I'm, I'm telling you this right now. I probably already have most of them blocked. Um, but yeah, I'm telling you right now, bro. Graham start throwing picks all over the place, throwing pick sixes. Races in the gulf that are Saints fans on Twitter. Oh, they gonna be hot. They gonna be out here. Ooh. They gonna be out here, bro. Oh man, I know he's gonna get some letters. Best believe it, bro. I mean, James is from like, like the Gulf region, so he like probably used to it. But bro, racists still send racist letters, like not emails. Actual letters that they well, sit there well, and write on the paper. I should be laughing at that. Like Mike Tomlin, like Mike Tomlin still gets like racist letters. Like that's some racist shit. Like you really racist that you're gonna sit down and write a letter, man. Are you gonna write it out and everything? That's just crazy to me. Like you dedicate you dedicated to your racist. <laughs> Also, the fact that you made that that house nigger fucking okay. <laughs> that you made that a, like a video meme, I can't stand you, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, that shit was funny to me, bro. Like, I wasn't outraged at all. I was like, I was sitting on the toilet at like seven thirty, laughing my ass off when you see me that shit. <laughs> Is there a house nigger in here? <laughs> Of course, it's Alabama. Like, oh, of course, it is, bro. That's <laughs> uh, where my family's from. That's, that's where I'm from. Like, that's where my people are from. Of course, it's in Alabama, bro. Uh, Troy, Alabama. All right. We don't laugh enough. I, I, I feel like I needed this episode more than anything because I've been uh, run to the ground this month. Yeah. Work wise, so I can always depend on the Saints to make me laugh, bro. Like. <laughs> Every time. Never fails. Um, but as training camp starts, pick it up. We'll have more content. Uh, our goal is to also get Dr. Lindsay Mitchell on the podcast. She's a a sports psychologist of, of the Pave Group. So I sent her an email. She responded this morning. So we're going to try to get her on here talk about sports psychology and all that, which I think is going to be fascinating. Um Things to look out for. So Ryan and I did our 100th episode recently. Um, and to give back to the people who have supported us along the way, uh, we're doing a $100 giveaway uh, to Fanatics to buy sports apparel. Uh, so we're going to do that giveaway next month. Um, the, the way to enter, I know a lot of people already have. Uh, I posted it on our Instagram page at Saints Twitter pod, just uh, take the the posting about it, add it to your story, and you're entered into it. Um, and then we're going to do a raffle, like a raffle, and a winner will be picked, and they're going to get a hundred dollar gift card <clears throat> to fit, to Fanatics. And then fantasy football is coming up. I know 
A lot of fans are huge fans of fantasy football. So right now, the goal, we don't know what we're going to do for fantasy football. Uh, we know for sure we're going to do a dedicated league for our Patreon you know, donators who, who are already Patreon donators. And then if there's enough of a enough of a of a want, we'll do a second league for any new Patreon uh, subscribers, donators. Um, so we'll do one league that's just for current people who've been supporting us for since we've been started, and then we'll do another league if there's enough want for us to do another league. If not, we'll just keep it to one. Um, but I mean, it's it's gonna be football season soon, bro. Which is wild. Like that's wild. Um, and we'll just we'll just we'll just go with it. Um, so with that, we're gonna get out of here. Stay safe. This this third, fourth wave. Fifth, I don't know what wave we in anymore, bro. Like it's 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 no joke, bro. But Delta wave. Man, just just I read something today. Oh, that said unvaccinated people in California have a 600% chance of catching COVID. It's crazy. 600% chance of catching COVID, bro. I'll go on. The scary part is, like, I know, you know, a lot of young people, people under, under 40 was, like, feeling invincible, but you know that 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 age bracket is starting to get a little lower now. When you look at the hospitalization and demographics, uh, you know it's it's starting to hit younger people, people in their forties, people in their thirties, people in their twenties. So it's it's serious, man. Like it's no joke. This thing, I'm already I've already ascertained that this thing is going to be around for a long yes. time. Yes, in different factions and different effects. So you know you got to stay vigilant. You know what I'm saying, like. This shit ain't no joke. It ain't nothing to play with, man. It's not. It's not at all. So, anyone who, everyone who listens, please stay safe. Be safe. Take care of yourself. Take care of your loved ones, family, friends, all that. And we'll be, and we'll be back soon. Like, like it's, it's go time now. Like, we'll oh, yeah. be back soon. Can't, can't uh, tomorrow. Can't be tomorrow. Is, is there a practice tomorrow? Yeah. I don't might know if it's open. open. I think it's an open practice, if I'm not mistaken. I might have it's to drop not. a little mini one tomorrow, bro. Like it's it maybe so. I might wait till Friday. I don't know. But we're gonna be here. But we'll 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 drop we'll drop the knowledge. So with that, we're gonna get out of here. We're out. Peace. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to
to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.